Blog Talk Radio. The Wisdom of Sirach, second chapter, starting at the first verse. My son, if thou come to serve the Most High, prepare thy soul for temptation. Set thy heart aright and constantly endure. Make not haste in the time of trouble. Cleave unto him and depart not away, that thou mayest be increased in thy last stand. Whatsoever is brought upon thee, take cheerfully, and be patient when thou art changed to a lower state. For gold is tried in the fire, and acceptable men in the furnace of adversity. Believe in him, and he will help thee. Order thy way aright and trust in him. Ye that fear the Most High, wait for his mercy, and go not aside, lest ye fall. Ye that fear the Most High, believe him, and your reward shall not fail. Ye that fear the Most High, hope for good, and for everlasting joy and mercy. Look at the generations of old, and see, did ever any trust in the Most High and was confounded? Or did any abide in his fear? and was forsaken or whom did he ever despise that called upon him for the most high is full of compassion and mercy long-suffering very pitiful and forgiveth sins and saveth in the time of affliction woe be to fearful hearts and faint hands and the sinner that goeth two ways woe unto him that is faint-hearted for he believeth not Therefore shall he not be defended. Woe unto you that have lost patience, and what will ye do when the Most High shall visit you? They that fear the Most High will not disobey his word, and they that love him will keep his ways. They that fear the Most High will seek that which is well-pleasing unto him, and they that love him shall be filled with the law. They that fear the Most High will prepare their hearts and humble their souls in His sight, saying, We shall fall into the hands of the Most High, and not into the hands of men. For as His majesty is, so is His mercy. Peace be unto you, brothers and sisters. Peace be unto you. This is your brother D.L., Elder Youngman, for those that follow online. The name of tonight's message is peace. Our brothers and sisters, in the recent uh, messages here, um, you know, I've shared uh, what the Father's put on my heart. I've shared what um, what He's shown me about what we've seen um, in the news, and then also um, just in people's minds, the changes in people's spirits, this unrest um, that's upon this society. How we see that Mystery Babylon is shaking. Um, how we can see that the red horse, as was promised in the scriptures, has taken peace away from the people. You know, people can't even drive down the street um, right now. And, you know, in a peaceful way. Um, you know, one of the things that I pointed out uh, early on after the election, and, you know, it was pointed out again, uh, by the one after the ten, um, for the folks that are in power now, 
to have everything that they want, to have won everything, um, you know, that's out there to win politically. They got the presidency. Uh, they got the Congress, they got the House of Representatives, you know, they got the whole Congress, the Senate and the House of Representatives. Um, you know, 45 is going through and he's kicking people out the country. Uh, you know, he's, you know, his Justice Department is not going to defend you Negroes anymore. Um, you know, all of these things that are in place, you know, the trade agreements are going away. Uh, you know, all of these things that um, have made... Uh, the United States is global power, you know, this rulership of the world, this policeman for the entire world. Um, it's become very clear under 45 that there's not going to be any more of that. Uh, you know, he's taken back funding for the U.N. He's done he's done a lot, you know, and I mean, not to add to the man's boast, but he's doing precisely what it is the father gave him to do, to take this place and to change it. Um, from a seat that rules the world into, you know, a seat that's just focused on this country right here, a president of the United States, not a world leader. But for folks um, to have everything that they want, what you see is that they're not at peace. These people get more and more angry by the day. Um, you know, everything that's been enacted, uh, this new attitude within the country where you can just go and act a complete fool. Uh, you can say the word nigga all you want. You can talk about wetbacks and spicks and, you know, Jews and, and all of these things, you know, and it's, it's, you know, it's not something that's really even frowned on anymore. People get up in the morning and they go out and they lose their jobs over not having to hold that in anymore. Just being able to to get that old hateful nut off. Just nigga. Nigga, nigga, nigga. They can do that now. But for all of these new freedoms that they have, for all of this new attitude that they have, and all of this uh, looking at people crazy, um, you know, for not, uh, you know, bowing to their flag, these have got to be some of the most miserable people. Um, and it's, that's the way that it's, you know, it's described in scripture. Um, the red horse would take peace from the world. And brothers and sisters, you see it. You see it. You see it um, on both sides of the argument. There is no peace. These, um, you know, the leftists, these lefties, uh, you know, the gays, uh, you know, uh, the, the quote unquote blacks, the black people that are not in this truth, that, that don't understand um, that they're, <laughs> this is not their home, this is not their government. Uh, I just saw a thing on the, um, on the internet where these folks are running around beating up little uh, things, little, little um, uh, mannequins, kickbox, you know, kickboxing mannequins that have Donald Trump's face on them. So now, uh, you know, and, you know, really, <laughs> I mean, really, what, what does that do? <laughs> you know, I laughed about that. So you got it on both sides. And just as the scriptures have um, foretold to us, peace would be taken from this world. And brothers and sisters, you see it. You know, I asked in the first message upon the return here, um, how's your mind? And then we talked about how, um, you know, the, the father showed 
me this picture of this country and how it tied back to a scripture I read a long time ago about um, how the eagle uh, was, you know, this this fourth kingdom was viewed by um, our brother Ezra as a three-headed eagle and how this eagle went through all of these changes and how uh, battles back and forth within the eagle caused it to change and morph and how uh, there were three heads and that large head, the agreement that was between the two extremes, how it was eliminated. So brothers and sisters, you see um, the body of this eagle, um, the minds of the people. And I mean, it's not just here in the seat. Um, a Mystery Babylon, because Mystery Babylon is more than just the United States of America. The, I mean, the Western culture, every country that subscribes to Western culture, this liberal democratic culture, um, is Mystery Babylon. So you see it everywhere. You see it in Germany. Uh, you see it in France. You see it in the UK. Uh, they can't settle their affairs and, and make a decision on whether or not they're going to be a part of, you know, whether they're going to follow uh, tyranny or anarchy, whether they're going to separate or whether they're going to be a part of, um, you know, the greater, you know, Roman Empire that's been reconstituted. So, brothers and sisters, peace, our father's peace is the one thing that this country and these people and these fallen cannot have. But brothers and sisters, we've been given that peace. We've been given um, insight. We've been given preaching. We've been given our brothers where the Father has put his word into them and he's come and they've come to us and they've told us the signs of the time so that when we see um, a nuclear reactor um, in North Carolina that's that's filled with water that they can't get to, when we see all these animals uh, falling, you know, birds falling out the sky, uh, when we see these fish, you know, fish that they haven't nev haven't even seen in in our lifetimes uh, coming up to the top of the waters and dying, uh, when we see, uh, you know, that you know these these pig farms. You know, the, the, the land um, where that hurricane hit is smited by not just pig feces, but coal ash, uh, nuclear runoff, all these sorts of things that we see um, happening in the earth. Terrible things, right? Terrible things for the flesh. You know, the flesh is going to suffer. But some people have peace, have shalom. And why? Because submission. We've submitted that stuff a long time ago. Those that fear the Most High will receive His peace. And I love this scripture. I just shared this scripture today with my brothers and sisters. We had a, a meeting. And, you know, our leader, um, the person that's been put in charge, um, is talking about how um, our Father has changed um, you know, this ministry from a ministry that uh, talks to a ministry that does. So you don't you don't hear all of the outreach um, that, you know, you would previously hear. And the difficulty that comes along 
with walking out and doing something completely different. And brothers and sisters, I understand that. I understand that. And that's coming for all of us. Um, You know, just the difficulty that comes from living in a way that is not uh, the, um, the, the, what, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Not so much approved, but the normal way of doing something. Brothers and sisters, I went to jail for 90 days because all of that stuff that, um, all of that stuff that they preach about what you should do in your home as being a father, how you supposed to be an old punk-ass father, how you supposed to be Homer Simpson, you're not supposed to raise your kids, you're not supposed to talk to them in a way um, that, you know, in a way that might make them feel a little bad, even though they're going into a world where, um, a world where uh, it, it, it's, it, it, it's a meat grinder. You know, when when it when the world doesn't get what it wants from them, it beats them down, and you're not supposed to warn them about that. When we see what's going on out there in the rest of the world, uh, my wife and I, we look at each other, and then we look at all of the things we had to go through for them 90 days, and really, it wasn't just the 90 days. Uh, it was 18 months I was out of my house, okay, trying to figure out how to run two households on basically no job. Okay, sporadic jobs, you know, having to take uh, little uh, scraps and whatever. And see, here's the thing about what the system does. The system will set you up to fail and then sit back and wait for you to fail. Okay? Two houses, sporadic work, four children and a wife. Uh, Wife, you know, she, you know, we we weren't going to let, you know, we weren't going to have her go back to work. So the Father provided. I'm not sitting here and telling you that it was easy, but the Father provided. Now, to access that provision, to um, to, to to realize uh, what our Father does, if you're not in a place where you can access His shalom, where you can just get off in the quiet, if you need to sit and cry. You do it, but you never, ever, ever give up his peace. You never turn your back on uh, your faith where you know that he's going to provide for you. That's the only way and the only how. Um, there's there's no strategy. There's no, um, you know, go plant yourself a garden or, you know, get yourself a Berkey or, uh, you know, all of these things that these preppers are doing. Get yourself a piece of land that takes that away, that can, um, that can compare to having his peace when these things come. Submission, brothers and sisters, is the key to unlocking his peace. And when I get to a place where um, it's rough on me, that 90 days was not easy. There was some times that I would just, uh, you know, I would just go sit um, in the jailhouse and just cry. And, you know, you ain't supposed to do that in no jailhouse. But, see, that's, that's what it was. You know, I would go and I would sit and I would weep. But, see, there were people there that were hungry for the most high. There were people there that had been broken and cracked and they pulled on what 
the fathers already put inside. They pulled on what it was that I learned in my time during Kofa. And that 90 days, well, I've only spent 30 there, but most of that time was spent uh, going over the word, talking to people, uh, preaching to people. And brothers and sisters, look, I could not have gotten through that. If it was me, and if it was all about, um, if it was all about me trying to to be the person that I thought I was, if I did not let go of all of that, uh, give it over to him and let him do what it was that he intended with putting me in there, I wouldn't have survived. I almost died when they first took me down there. They were gonna put me in Sheriff Joe's. Uh, you know his little boot camp thing with his tent city and where they had you working and I remember when I was walking out there towards the bus it was like my heart stopped and I just I fell and I was on the ground and I couldn't get up I couldn't walk so they took me into the little infirmary area you know and they took my blood pressure and all that stuff and then they put me on a place in a place where apparently um you know, people are waiting to go to do long stretches of time. That's where they stuck me. And brothers and sisters, this 30 minutes is not enough time to talk about what exactly happened. Uh, how um, the light, you know, that, that was inside of me could not be denied. So I'm going to come back again to my original opening. Peace. I didn't say that it's not going to be fearful. I didn't say that it's not going to be um, situations where you think you're going to lose your mind or you're going to have a heart attack or somebody might try to jump on you and you might have to fight and all that. I didn't, I didn't say none of that. I said peace. Shalom. My son, if thou come to serve the Most High, Prepare thy soul for temptation. Set thy heart aright. Set your heart upon doing his will, regardless of what it is that you're presented with. Prepare yourself for temptation. And constantly endure. That means that you don't just endure right now. Uh, you endure when it's good. When it's quiet. We've had a five or six year stretch of just quiet. And that's another test. You got to endure through that. You can't backslide into the stuff that you were doing. And make not haste in the time of trouble. That means when trouble presents itself, sit down. Breathe. Close your eyes. And understand that nothing happens. Nothing nothing happens. Look at Job. Nothing happens that the father's not in control of. It might look bad, but you got you, you got to you, you got to have his peace. You got to have his patience. Whatsoever is brought upon thee, take cheerfully and be patient when thou art changed to a low estate. Brothers and sisters, I live in a house. Um, in a gated community up in North Phoenix that it was about a $1.5 million house. We were shipped off to Avondale 
where I lived um, in a tract house that didn't have a yard, that it had barely had a backyard. So it changes. Expect that. Okay? Expect that. Whatsoever is brought upon thee, take cheerfully and be patient when thou art changed to a lower state. For gold is tried in the fire, and acceptable men in the furnace of adversity. Brothers and sisters, we see that uh, the, the um, offerings that were given to our Father, burnt offerings, that's us, that's our life. How you go about being a burnt offering to the Most High um, defines what's inside of you. It defines what your spirit is. Gold is tried in the fire, and acceptable men in the furnace of adversity. Believe in him, and he will help thee. Order thy way aright, and trust in him. That's faith, brothers and sisters. That's faith. Walking through that fire is works. Faith and works. It takes both. Ye that fear the Most High, wait for his mercy, and go not aside, lest ye fall. Ye that fear the Most High, believe him, and your reward shall not fail. Ye that fear the Most High, hope for good and for everlasting mercy. There's a theme. Fear the Most High. Fear the Most High. Fear the Most High. Three times. Y'all understand what that means. He's being emphatic. Fear of the Most High. Look at the generations of old and see. Did ever any trust in the Most High and was confounded? Nope. Did any abide in his fear and was forsaken? Nope. Or whom did he ever despise that called upon him? Nobody. This has all been us. This is all on us where we walked away from our Father's side. There is no one that our Father, that trusted in our Father, that fell upon him, that fell into, into his care, that was, was lost. For the Most High is full of compassion and mercy, long-suffering, very pitiful, are filled with pity, and forgiveth sins, and saveth in the time of affliction. Woe to fearful hearts. That means that you can't be no punk. You can't be no punk and walk this out. Woe to fearful hearts and faint hands. That means that you can't be a person that doesn't do, that works, that doesn't work with your hands. And a sinner that goeth two ways. That means that you double-minded. That means that you, you're not set on your ways. It's either the world's way, and then one day, you know, you, you call yourself in the Father's way, and then the next day you're in the world's way, and you're a sinner that goeth both ways. Woe unto him that is faint-hearted, for he believeth not. That means that we, did, we never got the spirit of fear. If you're in the spirit of fear, you don't really believe. Therefore shall he not be defended. You dog me. The world is going to tear you apart. Woe unto you that have lost patience, those that won't wait on the Most High. We've been commanded right now to sit, to watch, and to pray. That's what we're, that's what we're called to do. So if you've lost patience and you've decided to go find your own way because you just had to wait too long, 
Brothers and sisters, come on now. Our patience and our hope is in the scriptures. We see signs every day. There is no reason not to be to, to, to have lost patience. It's in front of us every single day. What will ye do when the Most High shall visit you? Because that day is coming. Nobody's going to be able to avoid it. Uh, we all have that coming. That's what's at the end of this proving ground. Is our day before the Most High. When he judges all of our works. And he judges how we've spent this time here. Dick Gregory used to say that um, there are like five million sperm cells that come out of um, a man's um, prostate. They're all charged with the with the with the breath of life. Okay, out of five million, one is ordained to actually make it to uh, to the egg and to get their opportunity to walk this proving ground and find their way back to the Father. Don't think it's random. Don't think this because the Satan, because Satan and his angels and the fallen have made this gift of life seem arbitrary to you. Uh, don't go for it. You had to have been blessed even to be here, to, to draw breath, to have an opportunity to find our Father. That's a blessing. Okay? They that fear the Most High will not disobey his word and they that love him will keep his ways and see you may think that's impossible the church will tell you uh, that's not possible uh uh you got, if your spirit is right if you submitted your spirit to the Father you cannot disobey his word you cannot break the commandments and when you do um, it's such a crushing experience that you'll get yourself down on your knees and you'll repent and you'll you'll call uh, on the Father to fix you. Not to not to say you sorry, but to fix you, to take that out of you so that you don't ever go back there again. They that fear the most high will seek that which is well pleasing unto him. And they that love him shall be filled with his law. The law, brothers and sisters, the commandments. You know, it's not the Mosaic laws. The Mosaic laws were put into place to keep you from breaking the commandments. And Moses had a whole nation of reprobates. <laughs> they just came out of Egypt that he had to manage. So he put that together to keep them straight. But the law, the original ten that Creflo Dollar says that you don't have to follow no more. Uh, those are the things that, you know, someone that fears the Most High will be filled with. They that fear the Most High will prepare their hearts and humble their souls in His sight, saying, We will fall into the hands of the Most High and not into the hands of men. You see, falling into the hands of men means that you got fear, that you care about falling into the hands of men. We don't care. We're going to fall into the hands of the Most High and we're going to trust whatever happens. That means that if in the hands of men we find ourselves uh, being lynched, uh, being shot, it doesn't matter. We know where we are. This is a proving ground, brothers and sisters. This flesh is not us. For as his majesty is, so is his mercy. So his capacity, his capacity to 
uh, render judgment on this earth. His capacity to kill all of the fish that are in the in the sea. His capacity to to send down angels that that dress themselves up in tornadoes and fire. <laughs> and folks want to say it's a fire tornado. It's an angel. His capacity to render judgment upon this wicked planet is equal, is balanced with his capacity to give mercy unto those that love him. So brothers and sisters, um, this is a passage of scripture that I read um, to remind me to keep myself uh, squared and away. It is a passage of scripture that I read uh, that gives me peace. It reminds me that it's all in his hands. It reminds me that um, our father's in control. Regardless of what happens, regardless of, you know, if I get shoved in a jail, regardless of how, you know, not knowing how I'm going to feed my family while I'm shoved off in jail for uh, not being no punk-ass daddy, right? You see, but he took care of all of that. I got a criminal record now, and brothers and sisters, I make more than most people. I have a job, a, a job that, uh, you know, that, that you get in the middle of the city, uh, way out here in the middle of nowhere, so don't tell me, you, you can't tell me that he's not there, and you can't tell me that he does not care for his people. Remember that, brothers and sisters. Peace. My shalom to you. My prayer is that your Father keeps your mind and keeps you in perfect peace. In perfect shalom. So, brothers and sisters, that's my time. Um, you know, just call on him. He's there. What the scripture says Set thy heart aright Constantly endure And don't forget where you are Or why you're here It's your brother DL I'm out Shalom